to the Soul Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kuttner, and I'm so glad you're here. This podcast will help you find ways to live a more authentic life. Every week, I have guests on the show from yoga teachers to meditation instructors, everyone to help you feel like the best you. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So today on the podcast, I have Lindsay Kasuba. She is a health coach and I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. So Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited. I'm here. So tell me a little bit about the work that you do. Yeah. So I primarily work with women who are really kind of at that point in their lives where they want to make some changes and they really, they've been you know, trying to get healthy for quite some time and just have either kept going back to the start or just haven't completed and just feel like they, they're they ready to, you know, have make some changes. And so I work with a lot of women to really kind of create small changes to their daily routines that are sustainable and realistic for their specific lifestyle. It's not one size fits all. I don't have a specific program that's like, you know, three ways to achieve your overall health. And it's really just kind of catered to each person and their journey and their lifestyle and and finding ways that are realistic and sustainable for that specific person. I love that so much. So I want to actually talk a little bit about why honoring yourself in the journey of health coaching and getting healthier is so important. So can you just chat a little bit with me about that? Of course, of course. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the society that we live in. It's just, we have a very toxic diet culture, as you know, it's very easy to get sucked into because it's all, it's constantly surrounding us. The things that we listen to, what we hear, what we see, the people we talk to. I think we need to try to go back and like something I work a lot with myself too and my clients is really learning to listen to your body. And our bodies are such incredible machines and we've really kind of learned how to silence what they're telling us. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really just like dial it back and really tune in to listening to what it's telling you. And, you know, it's our bodies are so capable of of being able to heal themselves if they're given the chance. And so it's really like a lot of what I do is dial in to those messages. And when you eat things and when you consume things and it doesn't have to necessarily be food, it's just consuming anything like your day to day, what you're listening to, the people you're talking to, the stress that you're consuming, really focus on how your body's reacting to them, you know? And it's just... When you start to listen, you will be told a lot of things that really, I mean, I, I have been even just in the last six months doing a lot of the inner work on myself and, you know, how does the relationships that I'm in affect me? How does the media that I'm consuming affect me, the social media, the news, you know, there's just so much going on in the world right now. And, and just really, how does it make you feel? And asking yourself that simple question, I think is, it can tell you a lot, you know, when you eat a bag of chips versus when you eat a salad, like listening to what your body's sending you and, you know, does it give me energy? Does it not? Does it make me have a headache? Does it 
make me want more just really kind of being able to like break down and you're asking yourself those questions. I think will really, it really goes a long ways. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I want to just go off what you said about like small habits and creating big changes. I love that. I feel like, you know, sometimes people are overwhelmed when they start a diet and they feel like it's all or nothing and it has to be black and white and they have to cut out all junk food and not really live and not really enjoy their lives so that they can go on this diet and lose weight for, for what? So I, I want to ask you a little bit about how you kind of help your clients to navigate like a more balanced way of living and a more balanced way of eating. Cause I think a lot of people fall into that trap. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to do so. It's like the whole new year's resolutions idea is we go into a new year with a new resolution and just that idea itself is, you know, what we've done in the past doesn't work. And so we're going to do something new. And we, we set ourselves up for failure, really, as we go into the year saying, we're going to do this big goal. If some people might want to lose weight, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year or get into an exercise routine. I'm going to work out every single day during the week for the next year. And just that's great to have goals like that. Of course, we need goals to motivate us and keep us going. But I think where the secret lies is taking that goal and breaking it down and making it realistic for your specific life. And what's realistic for you, what works for me might not work for you. Someone that is single and doesn't have kids, their routines are going to be entirely different than a mom that has three kids. And so it's just really, I think, breaking down those goals into really realistic and achievable steps, I think is the secret sauce. And when we break them down and we succeed in that small little change, we feel like we can celebrate ourselves and you feel like you just won. And then you can move on to the next step. And when you start doing these little changes that are realistic for your life and you celebrate each one of those, you're coming from a place of abundance rather than a place of lack. And that just puts you in a totally different mindset. And you're more likely to succeed because you're coming at it more positively. You have a different outlook on it. And when you're just, you, you have to be able to celebrate. And I mean, you know, the feeling when you're like, I just did something really great. Like I feel so good about it versus like, oh, well, I, I didn't lose, you know, three pounds this week. Like I failed, might as well give up. It's much easier to give up when we feel like we failed at something than when we succeeded. And so I think that's where the secret lies is just take your big goal, break it down into achievable steps that are realistic for you and celebrate each one of those wins when you hit it. And I think that is where success lies. And that's a lot of what I work with myself, my friends, my family, my clients on is just finding those steps, finding what works for you. And something that's so important is I think our culture now just really separates health and lifestyle. And they're just, it makes it two separate entities when they can be the same thing. You can be healthy and still have a fun lifestyle. You can have a fun lifestyle and still be healthy. You don't have to be unhealthy to have friends and fun. And I think that realizing that is a huge, a huge step in the right direction. Yeah. It's tough. It's really hard to do. And I think, you know, even just the word eating healthy scares a lot of people. It doesn't have to be scary. It can be easy. It doesn't have to be hard. We overcomplicate things. When we break things down into small steps, it's way easier to do and it becomes easy. 
and it becomes easier to succeed. And I think that that's what we really need to focus on and and is the key to success, really. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I loved so many things that you said. And I loved how you kind of turned some of the spotlight to our mindset and how the way that we frame things or the way that we think about things plays such a big role. I agree with you that, you know, like a lot of people don't celebrate those tiny wins or they don't see like, okay, I can start to incorporate vegetables a little bit more or something like easy, just like small steps to create change. So I love that you said that. And I also want to talk a little bit about like trusting yourself and your intuition. I think that mindful eating is such a powerful tool. And I think that, you know, when you're able to get to a place where you can listen to your body cues, it's so amazing. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Like what tips do you have for people that are trying to, you know, not just like stick to portions or not just have to have this rigid diet? Like, how do you help them listen to their own body to eat better? Yeah, I think the first step is anytime you do something, just stop for a moment and say, how do I feel? Mm -hmm. And when you start doing that, it becomes a habit. When you're out to dinner and you're like, oh, do I want the pasta or do I want the chicken and the vegetables and asking yourself, like, how do I want to feel if the pot, if you know that you eat pasta and it makes you feel fine, have the pasta. But if you know that it makes you lethargic after, or gives you a stomach ache, or just kind of like realizing those things, then maybe go for the chicken or the salad. Or so when you are able to tune in and ask yourself, how do I feel? And honestly answer that, then you can take the next step. And I think that's what intuitive eating is all about. I was just filming some content for cheat days, like how I feel about cheat days. And I was like, when you intuitively eat, there are no cheat days. You Mm -hmm. eat what you want when you want it. And that has been the biggest shift for me in the last couple of years is just really, I, I used to, I've always been very interested in health and wellness, but my journey has kind of changed from like, I want to be lean and fit to, I want to feel good and be able to have confidence in my food choices. Mm -hmm. And that shift has just been, I mean, it's been completely life-changing for myself. And and I know some of my clients as well. It's just, it becomes easy, just becomes easy when you tune in and you check in and you make those small changes and you're like, I just really want to feel good today. So like, this is what I'm going to do. And so now I've really, for myself personally, like gotten into a more plant-based diet because it, it keeps my energy going and it makes me feel great. My digestion is better. I Mm. am very like clear headed and not foggy. My skin is better. I have a consistent Pilates yoga routine that I do. There's so much information out there. And I think you just, when you start focusing on what makes you feel good instead of what you feel like you should be doing, it becomes easier to make those decisions. And so, yeah, I think a lot of it is mindset of just of learning to silence the shoulds. Like, Mm -hmm. why are you doing this workout? Because you've been told that you should be doing it. Like everyone isn't, you know, spinning in keto right now. Like, why why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. Are you doing it because it makes you feel good? Or are you doing it because you feel like you should be doing it? So I think like getting really honest with yourself and and asking yourself those hard questions is, is the start. And I mean, mindset is everything really. When you have like a clear, positive focused mindset, it just, all of those things become easier and, and more clear really. 
Yeah. And I think something that I say a lot is what we put our focus on grows. What we think and how we speak to ourselves is how we show up in the world. Mm-hmm. And so when that is a more positive outlook, everything we do is more positive. So it just really, I think everything does like really dial back to, to mindset. I agree with you. Yeah. And I love your attention to mindfulness too. I think that's so important of paying attention, how you feel and also, you know, silencing the shoulds. That was my favorite. I feel like so many times people, they think they're supposed to be doing something because everyone else is doing it, or they see it on social media. Like we said, this toxic diet culture, this toxic Instagram culture. So it's really nice to just remind people like, Hey, you know, what's best for you. And, and your intuition knows like getting back to our intuitive power of knowing how we feel and knowing what feels right. Like that's so important. And I think a lot of people don't even know how to trust their intuition. They're just not even sure how it's, to listen. Yeah. I think, I think you're spot on. I think a lot of people don't know how to tune in. I think a lot of people have never been able to really tune in or like have never sat and asked themselves those questions. And so I think it's a journey. Like it's not something that's easy and it's going to happen overnight. Like it takes time and consistency and it can become easy. But when you're first starting, like we are so programmed to do, 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 like eat, eat, eat. And like so many of us eat our emotions or like eat our, you know, like we use other foods, which I call secondary or, or primary foods to fill the voids of, of the things that we're feeling. And so when we really like check in and dial it back and, and sit with ourselves for a little bit, it becomes easier. And I think I've recently gotten into a meditation practice and I think that really helps. Mm-hmm. It's always been very difficult for me to get into, but I think it really does help mostly for myself because it's a time to just be in silence and not do something and just kind of be at peace with that. As I, I know myself, I'm a doer. I like to do, 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 do. And at one point I tied my worth to constantly doing something, doing a project, doing a job, doing this, doing that. So I think it's just so important for us to like dial that back and just sit and relax and enjoy the moment sometime. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I couldn't agree more. And for me, it's like rest is productive. I have been seeing that so much more often when I take a day to just, you know, reset and recharge. I feel so much better and I'm able to do more in my work or I'm able to show up better or like I notice my mind has shifted and I'm not as stressed. So yeah, rest is productive. I agree with you. It is. It's just really hard to do. Yeah. It's really hard to do. And I think that we're so used to overloading ourselves, like especially with social media and just the news and we're constantly on and doing something. And I mean, I do it too. Like I get home at night and I'm like scrolling on social media. And now I can like stalk myself and be like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Just take a minute and like rest yourself. It's just, it's, it's how our culture is now. And so I think it, it's hard to do, but it is worth doing mm-hmm. when you just take a pause. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think for me personally, like I had to stop myself scrolling so much more often recently because I was like, this makes me feel like crap. Like I don't even understand like the reward from this. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. really happy doing this. I don't really, you know, if I see other people at an event that I didn't go to, like that doesn't make me feel good. Why, you know, like So there are parts of social media that I enjoy, you know, like with promoting this podcast, like reaching new people, like that's awesome. But 
if I'm like noticing, I feel like crap looking at social media, like I shut it down real quick. And I've been doing that so much more recently. Like I'm not on social as much. And I know like it's not so great for business, but at the same time, it's just like, I'm honoring how I feel in that. So it's helping me. Like I feel better. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Social media is great. Like, I mean, it's, it's social and you're able to connect with people and, you know, spread your message and it's wonderful for a lot of things, but it just, it's addicting. It's addicting. Just like certain foods are addicting. So is social media. And so I think just like we would with foods, like it's good to take a time out from that and like, ask yourself how it makes you feel. And if it doesn't make you feel great, then like take a pause. I I like to post some of the um, stop scrolling and take a breath grid posts. And I feel like it really helps people because you're just like, oh yeah, I should take a break. (laughs) Yeah, so true. And I also just want to go back to mindset too, because, you know, I think a lot of the negative mindset that a lot of people start to develop, like it comes from comparison culture. It comes from not honoring ourselves. So I think the more that we are able to honor how we truly feel, like the bigger we can show up. Yeah. And it's just where we are all unique. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I learned when I got my health coaching certification at IIN Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I was like, the concept was so like mind blowing to me, but it's also just common sense. When you think yeah. about it, you're like, yes, we are all unique. So we all require different things. Like our bodies are all different. So they require something different. And so I think that's why the one size fits all like just doesn't work you know, keto does not work for everyone. It, and I'm just using that because like, that's the new trendy diet that everyone's so trendy, telling yeah. you to do, but <laughs> it's sure it has a time and a place and it can be really great for some things. And for some people, it doesn't work for everyone and that's fine. And it's, it can be sustainable for some people and it cannot be sustainable. So it's just really, again, like dialing it back and really learning to tune in to like what works for you and your lifestyle. And, and that might change. Like when you go through different seasons of life, it's going to change. It's going to look different. Your diet is not going to be the same throughout your whole life, especially for women. And, you know, as, as you age and you go through a new season, like it just changes the way that you eat, the way that you think, the way that you work out, like it will just all, it will be different. It's a journey. And I think being okay with that, knowing that what worked for me now, like is not what worked for me when I was in college. (laughs) And, you know, I hear a lot of people say like, I was in the best shape, you know, in high school. I'm like, okay, well that was, you know, 15, 20 plus years ago. Like that doesn't work anymore. So like, let's find the new thing that works for you. Yeah. I love that. I think honoring yourself in all areas of life, like honoring your uniqueness when it comes to your nutrition and your nourishment, honoring your uniqueness when it comes to like your job and and how you show up. I think that that's a message that needs to be taken home a little bit more is just like, you are not like everyone else and that's on purpose. So honoring yourself Mm -hmm. and doing what's right for you is probably like the best message that anyone can hear like throughout, like of course with nutrition, but like in all areas. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because of the culture we live in, like going back to social media, like we see, you know, the people we follow are posting like the picture perfect life. And sure. There's some people that don't post that and post like their very real life, which is great, but most people it's very filtered. Mm -hmm. And so I think just like remembering and realizing that one, it's a highlight reel Two, like we are very different and just like really remembering that and, and tuning into like your specific needs, I think is just, it's just so important. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. So tell me a little bit more about how you work with clients. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. So I, a lot of people come to me for nutrition. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach. The biggest difference between a health coach and a nutritionist is a nutritionist is primarily works with food Mm -hmm. and health coach. And then I'm like, Oh, you know, a life coach does a lot of like general lifestyle health coach kind of marries the two. So I, a lot of people come to me for nutrition advice. I don't know what to eat. I don't know how to grocery shop, like please help. (laughs) And they just don't have healthy food habits and want to create healthy food habits. What it turns out usually is we start with food and it becomes very like all encompassing lifestyle. And so we work a lot on creating small habits and small changes that they can add in to their daily lives that are easy and that they can celebrate and then are, are realistic, really, that will really make a big impact on overall health, not just food and nutrition. You just feel better. You have more body confidence. You know what foods work for you, what lifestyle works for you. And you become more tuned in to what works for you. And, you know, people with families, I work with a lot of like older women that have a family and not necessarily grown children, but older kids. And a lot of times it like trickles into the family of like, you know, the mom makes the changes. And then all of a sudden the husband's like, wait, what's going on? Like you've changed it. This is good. And then the husband starts doing it and then the kids start doing it. So it becomes kind of more of like a family thing, but it generally, I think the like entryway and the gateway is nutrition. Mm-hmm. So it's just, again, like I don't have a specific program. It's not like, you know, I have, here's three ways to lose weight. <laughs> it's very catered to each person. And if weight loss is, is important or weight gain is important, or just like getting more mental clarity around foods and lifestyle changes, we kind of really like touch on it all. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love how you honor the uniqueness in your coaching too. I think that's so important and such a great take home. And I also love the trickle effect that you mentioned, like when your clients start to do the work, especially that inner work, they see it in their outside world. And I think that's my favorite thing about like personal development or coaching or any type of personal growth. You start to see the outside world change when you work on the inside. And I think that's so special that you do that with your clients too. Yeah. And no, it's something I'd always heard. I'd always heard people say like, when I changed how I've talked about myself, that's when everything changed. And I was always like, what? (laughs) What (laughs) What does that even mean? And now I'm like, okay, now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm like, it's just so true. Like when you focus on yourself and you do the inner work, which is the hard work, it, everything becomes easier. And like the choices that you make become very easy. And you're very mindful about really like every aspect of your life. And it just become like, you become the person that you've always wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And it can be easy. It doesn't have to be hard. You just have to continue asking yourself those questions. And, you know, those questions might change depending on who you are, or what your needs are. But I think the biggest thing is how do I feel? How does this make me feel? And I think really like being able to like dial into that and like being honest with yourself really about those, those answers, whether it's something you like the answer to or not. And just like really kind of, you know, following that lead. For sure. I hate to say it, but like the truth will set you free. (laughs) Like the truth about like what you need, like if you honor those things more and more, it really does give you like the sense of freedom. Yes. Yeah. I know. I've seen that firsthand between my, I have two young girls and with my first pregnancy, it was, she's nearly three. 
And, you know, I ate out a lot. I, I, I ate what I wanted, but I was very restricted in the way that I was like, okay, like I can't have, you know, that much pasta or I can't have, I can't have, I can't have, I can't have. And I like did cardio and strength training because I thought that's what I should do. And, and it took me a very long time to lose the baby weight. I did not feel good about myself. It just, it was a very different journey than I had expected. Mm -hmm. And fast forward to my second, I had her during COVID last year, which is almost nine months. And I was very plant-based at the primarily, I still eat meat, but primarily plant-based. I worked out in a way that was just very like easy and, and felt good for my body and very much more like Pilates yoga, like literally no cardio very little weights, completely different. And I just kind of tuned in to like what made me feel good. And I did more of that eating, moving the, the whole thing. I lost the baby weight very quickly. I felt mental clarity much faster. You know, I felt so much better in my like motherhood journey. And it just, the biggest thing that shifted was I did more of what made me feel good and less of what didn't. And that was it. <laughs> there was no secret. It was just, I continuously asked myself, like, does this make me feel good or does it not? And if it didn't, then I passed over it. Yeah. And so I've, you know, seen firsthand that it really works and it was easy. Looking back, I was like, I didn't really feel like it was difficult. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love like just freeing yourself from like these rigid things in your life, like rigid mindset and rigid, like workouts. Like you can also achieve your goals and not feel like shit. <laughs> so yes, you don't have to yes. shut yourself in a box. Yeah. Like it, it can be easy. It's okay to be easy. I think we, we overcomplicate things. Like we feel like everything has to be hard that everything that's worth it should be hard. Right. And that's just not the case. It's not. Yeah. It can um, be easy. Such a good take home. Well, it was so fun chatting with you. I had a great time. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Do you want to um, drop your Instagram for the listeners so they can follow along and get some tips on mindfulness and health from you? Yeah, sure. My Instagram is at Lindsay Kazuba Health. And my website is lindsaykazubahealth.com. I do do a free consult if anyone is interested in and learning more, whether it's just learning more about my program or like some, I try to have everyone walk away from the consult with a couple of things that they can implement right away. Yeah. Love chatting with new people. Yeah, same. All right. Well, thank you so much again. And I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you, Rachel. Hey friends, thanks for checking out this episode of the Solutions Podcast. For more episodes just like this, be sure to subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at Solutions Pod. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.